here is another episode of Cooking with the Hazelnuts. Today we have a couple of extra special treats. Uh, no, Debbie and Randy are going to be here. Okay. <laughs> That's what you're thinking. In this episode, we are going to talk about hot water cornbread and yours truly making pierogies in the air fryer. What are pierogies? Well, you're going to have to find out after we talk about how you can listen to the podcast at any time. And then we'll bring on Tony and Debbie right after that. Okay. Would you like to have Cooking with the Hazelnuts as a podcast? You can subscribe manually. The URL is http colon slash slash acbradio.org slash hazelnuts.xml. Thank you for listening. Tony, you are making hot water cornbread, right? Is that what it's called? That's what I've called it over the years. Uh, I've also heard it referred to as... Indian bread oh. because it's cooked in a skillet and grease. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you have to um, <clears throat> put it, you know, heat up an oven and get your house all hot and and trying to bake it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've already pre-set up a few things. Uh, one example is I've got a tea kettle full of water that's heating up. Of course, you got to have the hot water, so that's where I get it from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the grease on the stove, and I'm starting it to heating up too. And how much grease did you put in the? In the Probably. I mean, did you put two a two and a half to three cups? Whoa. Okay. So yeah. the pan has like a, an inch or more of grease in it, or? Well, let's see. Right now, it's probably got three quarters of an inch. And you wouldn't air fry this? No, you can't air fry it. Okay. Unless you make your patty stiffer, and then I don't know how that'd come out. Mm-hmm. And plus, it's something that happens with the uh, mixing of the grease and the cornmeal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that kind of uh, gives it a unique flavor. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to try yeah. it in an air fryer. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It would be interesting. It would. You'd have to basically, and you could probably make the cornmeal stiff enough to where it wouldn't, uh, it would cook in an air fryer. Hmm. Uh, remember we tried those uh, corn dogs, was it? Was it corn dogs we tried in there, in the air fryer? Uh, I don't know, they would. They would definitely. It came out, but it was still a little easy. So I'm looking for a little pinch of salt. I put a bit of salt in them, and I put sugar in them. Mm-hmm, yep. So that your meal isn't uh, just bland. Just to taste, yeah. Yeah, just to taste. You want, you want to take the edge of the cornbread off, but you don't want to overpower the cornbread flavoring. Mm-hmm. And that's always a trick. <clears throat> <laughs> now, I still don't see a salt. Oh, there's a salt. There's a tiny bit over there in the... That's that. I don't need a whole lot. Yeah. I probably have a, I don't know, what size mixing bowl you say that is? Uh, like maybe two quart? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cornmeal <coughs> itself, well, where are you? Hmm. Where did I do with the cornmeal? I bet it's... Ah, there it is. Oh, okay. I knew it was in here. <laughs> now, you're using white or yellow? White. Okay. You can use yellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yellow tends to be a coarser grind of the, well, Snapple Crackle. Mm-hmm. The band on it broke, huh? No, the 
the chip clip. Mm -hmm. Another chip clip bites the dust. Yep, they do that. <laughs> they just don't hold up with No, Especially some of those. Frozen environments. Mm -hmm. I'll put the wrong side. Uh, generally, I use Martha White cornmeal mix. Is that self-rising or is that? It, it is hot rise. They call it <clears throat> self-rising. And it also has a pinch of flour in it already. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people use it like to add it into there. So that's why it's a cornmeal mix. Mm -hmm. If you didn't, you would put uh, probably one part. Uh, no, not even one part. If you use two cups, you use maybe an eighth of a cup or eighth of a cup to half of flour. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, don't want to make it too doughy, though. Right. Oh, I definitely agree nice. with that. Mm -hmm. So, what I'm looking for is a spoon. What kind of spoon? Just regular. Well, mm -hmm. uh, actually, I use a serving spoon. Mm -hmm. uh, serves my purpose better. <laughs> it's a little bit larger, mm -hmm. and I'm mixing a large amount in a bowl. So okay. Of the cornmeal. Of the cornmeal. So, I'm mm -hmm. using two... Three, four, five, six. Keeping and tablespoons, we, serving spoonfuls. Eight, mm -hmm. nine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And always remember now, when you put the hot water to this, it's going to rise up. So it's going to yeah. make a lot more than what's in there. And that's why it's probably good it's in a metal bowl, not a plastic bowl. Because yes. the hot water, it's going to really be hot. I've done it in plastic bowls. Some of your Tupperware bowls would mm -hmm. hold up to it. If mm -hmm. it's a microwavable bowl, it'll hold up to it. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. But it's just something about using the stainless steel bowls. Of course, I guess <clears throat> these are the bowls my mother had and she made them in. So mm -hmm. it's kind of an old family tradition. Mm -hmm. uh, it was handed down by my great-grandmother. Mm. Hold on, let me see. The recipe. Mama, grandmama, grandma. Yeah, great grandma. Mm. Uh, great grandma was a full blooded Cherokee Indian. Oh, neat. Wow. So, a lot of cooking that we do is handed down through her to mom to us. Mm -hmm. And it's just really cool. Yeah. So, now I've got, I'm putting my sugar. I'm using sugar stevia in the raw. Oh, you are. You can okay. use your choice. Now, I will say for me, cooking with uh, sugar that uh, either Splenda, NutraSweet, or the Stevia in the Raw mm -hmm. seems to work a lot better because it picks up the sweetness <clears throat> better. When, when you use regular sugar, uh, it'll come out okay, but I've never really done it with that. Sugar should help bind it, I would think, but maybe this... Uh, no, it binds when you put the hot water in it. Because remember, mm -hmm. this is a cornmeal mix, so it's got mm -hmm. flour in it. Mm -hmm. So that's your binding agent. So you don't have to use an egg. Now, uh -huh. using regular cornmeal, I have put an egg in it to bind mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And so now, what we're waiting on is temperatures. Whoop. Whoops, we're I'm waiting on the grease <clears throat> to heat up. And I'm not doing it as fast as I am the water because I gotta, it takes a few minutes to mix it. So... You don't want to heat your grease up full temperature until mm -hmm. you're mixing okay. your, you're mixing your cornmeal with the hot water, because if you overdo your grease, uh, anybody that cooks regular knows if you overheat your grease, you burn it, mm -hmm. and then you try to cook food in a burnt grease or Ugh. you know, and that's not good. Mm -mm. And then it gets smoky, and then your house is smoking up, and all kind of alarms and bells yeah. going off. <laughs> so. It's really fun to do, 
uh, and my thing is I like to make it because I have not met anyone yet who did not enjoy the hot water cornbread. I know, I love it. I have not met anybody yet. When you're putting it in that oil and you're cooking it, um, how do you make sure it gets done on all sides? Do you stir it? No, uh, I stir what? The cornbread pieces? You flip it. You flip it. Yeah, you flip it. It cooks one side and you flip it over and cook the other Mm. side. uh, That sounds challenging with all that grease. No, uh, it doesn't spatter. Okay. It's not any spatter. Okay. Uh, you you would think it would be with the binding of <laughs> using hot water to bind it, Mm-mm. but there's no spatter. I mean, you, of course, when you cook with grease, you're going to get some minimal spatter, but you get no more than usual. What hot, what temperature? What are you? Can't give you a temperature. I mean, are you medium? Uh, are you? I use now. Right now, I'm I'm one notch below medium. Okay. And then when I when the waters and I start mixing it up, I go up one notch mm-hmm. above medium. Okay. Uh, good indication your grease is ready. It's it's yeah, kind of like a noise. Little, well, not noise. It's just you look, you see little bubbles. Mm-hmm. Little little bubbles and patterns start going in your grease, and then you mm-hmm. know it's hot enough to fry. Yeah. You definitely want to be sure that's happening because if it's not hot enough, the cornbread will not come out right. Oh, okay. It, 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 will, it will take longer to cook, and it, it's just weird. So your first piece will be kind of off, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you got the grease good and hot <coughs> and it hits it, yeah, but yeah. the other thing is you got to be ready to turn it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to step over here, and I'm going to get two utensils to turn with. Mm-hmm. And one of those I use is a flat slotted spoon. Mm-hmm. And these are wooden mm-hmm. that I use, and I'm using a wooden spatula. Mm-hmm. Not spatula. What is this thing? Um, not a spatula. Like a stir stick kind uh, of thing. I don't know what you call it. What is it that you clean the bowl? Scraper. It's yeah, a wooden scraper. scraper. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And uh, what, it, what that does is I, I, I use one to stop to hold it and the other one to flip it. Mm-hmm. So that's why you don't have much of a mess when you do it. And then with, the reason this, I use a slotted spoon is... When I get ready to take it out, I put it in there and I just hold it up over the grease, yeah, shake it a couple of times, let the grease get out, and I put it on a pan. Mm-hmm. I have a flat cake pan. What? Cookie sheet. Cookie yeah. sheet. There it is. Got a flat cookie sheet that I use, and I put uh, probably two layers of um, foil. No, not foil. Silicone. Paper towels. Oh, paper towels. Okay. Paper towels. Yeah. Reason that to is drain it. You're, yeah, you're cooking yeah. in grease, and mm-hmm. so you want to drain all your grease out. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you don't end up with a soggy piece of cornbread. Mm-hmm. You want it to be crisp on the outside, but fully cooked on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about the size of it in a minute as I, as I get ready to make them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here in the background, you probably do uh, the teapot's getting good and hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've got the bean soup in the pressure cooker, and I'm just waiting. It's still under pressure. Still so, under pressure. Yep. So what I do need to do is I need to measure my uh, salt. So okay. now, what I do for salt is I pour it in my hand, and it's usually about a half a teaspoon, maybe mm-hmm. a little more. Mm-hmm. And that's all the salt I put Yeah. Sure. And what that does is just again. That's a rising agent too. It, it helps it rise. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You don't want to put enough where it <coughs> bothers somebody's blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have heart issues in the house. We have high blood pressure issues in the house. So we definitely want to minimize our, our salt usage. But I always mm-hmm. tell people when you cook your salt into your food, it's better than when you sprinkle it on top. 
Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. It, it mm -hmm. really is better for you. And you, it's kind of hard to put salt on cornbread. <laughs> yeah. I put butter on it, though. Now, butter? I do. I put you Smart butter. Balance. You got me started with the butter. Oh. Yeah. I had oh, to try that. It's good, isn't it? Oh. It's really it good. It takes it to it. It's like, yeah. uh, you say, bam! Yeah, it, it sure does. Yeah. I don't do it all the time, but, you know, I, oh, I, I, like I, I'll take one piece maybe mm -hmm. two and do it now this is going to make um quite a few pieces good because again it rises well we don't have to eat it all in one day no we don't mm -mm. no yeah. we don't and we try to put some back for tomorrow <laughs> so you uh, uh i could cook this every day believe me but uh, you could yeah, so, uh, <laughs> wouldn't get, get any it. protesting from me uh, <laughs> i love it uh, i don't protest with myself on that mm -mm. But it gives me a break. I cook enough today where we eat, have a serving a day. Yeah, because we'll have, have more soup tomorrow, tomorrow exactly. too. Exactly. So I don't have yeah. to rush and, you know, be in here swimming. So it's, at this point, it's just a, a waiting game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the water's almost hot enough. I tried to get it to a full boil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a roll in the boiling. Oh. A lot of good steam coming off it, so I'm ready to pour my water. Put hot water in and mixing mm -hmm. until you get the desired consistency. Mm -hmm. And the desired consistency is going to be a little thicker than pancake mix. Yeah, because you want it to hold. Want it to hold it in shape. a clump, like a and, uh, like a scoop kind of. Right. I want to be able to scoop it up and it, and it not run it. You don't want it to be running. Mm -mm. You definitely don't want it to be running. Mm -mm. And you, it, it won't pour like your pancake batter. Mm -mm. You can pour. This won't be pourable. Mm -mm. You're just gonna go for this. So I want to be. I want to have to spoon it out. Mm -hmm. And as you hear, I'm mixing and pouring. Mm -hmm. And I will probably use 90% of this tea kettle of boiling water. And it gets thicker as you mix it in. Mm -hmm. And it also starts the cornmeal to cooking. It actually starts the cooking process. So when you put it in the grease, more than anything, you're just getting it brown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I've just about got it where I want, so now I'm not pouring as much water in. The first two times I pour in quite a bit of water. Mm -hmm. And you'll notice that your cornmeal will rise because mm -hmm. it is hot rise cornmeal, and that's what it's mm -hmm. supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, we are just about there. Mm-hmm. Now what I'm doing is working through and make sure I got it, all my cornmeal mixed in. Mm -hmm. and yeah, that none of it's dry and no, all from the dry. edges. It's, it's just where I want it. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to take your finger and check the texture of it. I, I think I, I get it. There you okay. go. Just, just, a, just a. Oh, I see. Yeah. And it is Almost hot. Almost like mashed potatoes. Yeah, and it is hot. Definitely hot. Yeah, and that's mm -hmm. what you want. You yeah. want be, that water to be boiling hot. Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's deep. very thick, but yeah. not not too thick. It's not so it's not, not so thick that it's dry. Right. Excuse the noise, but you gotta clean your spoon. Now, what I do is I generally will clean my spoon off. Mm-hmm. Take a little hot water and I just rinse it off real good. I'm going to let this pressure out okay. on this soup. So you're going to take that top off and you're just going to let the pressure I'm going to let the pressure out. Mm -hmm. Then I'll take the top off. Okay. 
because you're going to stick the spoon in the oil mm -hmm. so that when you cook with it, it won't get, uh, it won't stick it so bad. Okay, you're going to stick the spoon in the oil. Stick the spoon in the oil. And then, then you're going to get a spoonful of the batter and put and that. And on this size spoon, I usually go with about a half to half the spoon size because, again, remember, it's hot rise, cornmeal. Mm -hmm. So it will rise a little bit mm -hmm. more when you put it in the grease because it's going to absorb some of the grease. Mm -hmm. But it's going to cook a little bit more. So I got this good and dry. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to put it in there. And see, I got it in the heat. You hear no spatter from the grease. So I got all the water off the spoon, which is exactly what I need to do. And then you just make sure it drains good. And we are ready because my grease is dancing. Oh boy. And you'll hear it when I put it in. I hear that. Mm -hmm. And how long do you let them cook? You cook them. Until you, you never timed it. Yeah, but you see, and you probably can touch it with the with something and hear that they're done because yeah. they're crispy. Usually a minute and a half to two minutes, you'll flip it. You'll, you'll notice the edges will get brown and then you, that's when it's time to flip. You can cook it a little longer to taste if you like. Uh, hmm. Just a matter of personal preference. So how many are you doing in that pan at once? I've got seven going. Okay. I've got seven of them going. Sometimes you may have to turn them a couple of times, mm -hmm. just depending on your own preference. So. And yours come out usually kind of round. Oh, roundish, yeah, kind of ovalish. Mm -hmm. But you want a golden brown on both sides. Mm-hmm. That's your that's your goal. Yeah, and I've never noticed them to come out doughy. No, if you get a lot of brown on both sides, and, and the other partial reason of that is because you, you you're putting the hot water, so you're already starting the cooking process with the hot water. Usually will start floating too. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a sign they're about done. And then you just check, make sure they're brown as you want them on both sides, and then you just take it out and get ready for the next batch. Now I, I do a complete batch before I start cooking. I don't like to half cook a batch and then have to, you know, another batch going in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you can pat them out. Mine come out rounder. Some people will put them in and pat them. I generally don't like to do that. Uh, just preference. Mm -hmm. uh, I just let them come out whatever shape they come out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, my cornbread knows geometry. It makes its own shape. All right, so I finally got the seventh piece out. So now, I'm going to get ready to start again. Oh, you've already cooked them. Only just those that. Are done. Yep. Yeah, those are done. Okay. So now I'm going to start on my second round. Mm-hmm. You hear it? There you go. Yep. When you first put them in, you hear the frying sound. Yep. You gotta watch sometimes if you put them too close together, they'll bond each other. So you'll have twins. <laughs> yeah. Gotta have enough room apart. Yeah, just a little bit. You can kind of tell as you're doing it. Yeah. Hmm. Alright. Now they moved on me. So now I've only got six in here and I'm trying to put number seven in. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just nudging around a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
And of course, you always have the coop set. Coop has to taste. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. We taste right this moment because it just come out of pro probably around 350 to 375 mm -hmm. degrees. <laughs> yeah. It might not be a good idea to bite into it right away. Right away, but, yeah. Uh, you know, you get them go to the ground and then you take them out and then you just start your day and it's just repeat that sequence. Yep. Dip, fry, re remove, repeat. Dip, fry, remove, repeat. <laughs> dip, dry, dip, fry. Dry, repeat. That's what it oh, is. Damn. Put them on a towel and dry. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty good. Here you go. Oh, thank you. Just be mindful it's hot. Mm -hmm. It's good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Think of that. Oh, delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm. Delicioso. Mm. Perfect. Sometimes they'll have that's kind of a little bit holes in it where degree the the, the uh, cornmeal separated and fried mm -hmm. through it and that happens occasionally that's okay if, if, me, Debbie and I love crispy so mm -hmm. that's kind of a crispy it makes it crispy piece. yeah mm-hmm mm -hmm. but they all will come out good and crisp but it's outside. definitely gives in the middle it's not just like hard in the middle it's almost like cakey in the middle yeah mm -hmm. and that's where it should come out mm -hmm. that, and that's where your flour yeah. helps with it too mm -hmm. your flour helps it to come out springy you want it to be a bit springy Okay. Cornmeal by itself can come out a little bit hard. Mm -hmm. So now I've just flipped over my second batch. All right. See, that would be a little tricky for us. Flipping it over with the hot oil um, might be a little tricky, but I would still love to see if it would go in the air fryer because there's a little oil in there. I don't see why those little scoops of dough with a little oil couldn't go into that air fryer. I don't know. My, my concern would be they spread out too much, but maybe you'll try it one day. I don't think well, they... Now that one, that one's not flat bottom. What, the, that... This Phillips air fryer? Yeah. It's got those, those ridges in the bottom of it. Yeah, well that helps the oil, that helps, I don't know. You'd have to find like a little mini pan to put them in, but you'd probably do it like that. Hmm. But I think it's the all the air around it that makes it get crispy. But it would go through your mesh screen. It might. It might. It might. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, we got some batter. You want to try one? Mm-mm. <laughs> no. Not today, but got to think about it. I got to do some I got to do a little research and see if anybody else has done it or if they've done. I think like what do you think about hush puppies? Isn't that same same thing? Yeah. The same consistency basically. Mhm. Mm I've actually had people tell me these these came out like hush puppies. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. They remind me of kind of except hush puppies have onion and I don't think they have the hot hot water uh, they, they, they do the mix a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. I don't remember your mom making this. She always made the pans of cornbread when I was around. But she probably made this other times. She had, later on, she didn't make it as much. Maybe I think her, you know, it's just a little labor-intensive for her. Mm -hmm. She made cornbread 
and it was delicious. I used to love it. Oh yeah. It would be, it would be a big pan of cornbread. Mm. Huge pan. Oh yeah. And I learned to put sunflower seeds in cornbread. That's really good. Mm-hmm. And you could add onion in this. Yep. You can, uh, some people put uh, sweet corn kernels in mm -hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you, got, you, you have options. I yeah. Mean, I think I did do it one time with corn, corn, corn in it. Yeah, that would be delicious. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's no different than any other recipe. You can play around with it. Mm-hmm. So did you say how much cornmeal you, you used? I did. Uh, probably... Um, Couple cups. Two cups. Yeah. There's one of the first batch. That's done. A little fluffier. Oh, okay. Sharing with you. Ooh. Mmm. <laughs> oh man. Mm. Creamy. Oh yeah. Mm -mm 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 -mm. And that, see, and that look on your face is why I love cooking this. Because it just, you know, you, you want people to enjoy that food. Uh huh. You know, and when somebody just bites it, you go, mmm, mmm, mmm. Oh, you know that just warms my heart. Mm -hmm. It tastes <laughs> buttery. It tastes. It almost does have a buttery like taste. Mm -hmm. to it. Yep, and just that little hint of sweetness. Yeah. Little hint of salt. Just a little hint. And it's blended real well. And I, I, I haven't ever tried putting butter in it. I imagine you could put a little butter in it when you mix it. Yeah, I didn't even go grab the butter to put on it. No, Although, you didn't. Nope, but I will. Ah, yeah. I will get out that knife. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I don't usually like to put jelly on much of anything, but I do remember putting elderberry jelly on cornbread years wow. ago, and oh my God, that is incredible. Mm. But mostly I want my cornbread just with butter. Mm. All right. Well, this is going to be great. No, People have been asking. It's going to be great, too. It's not greasy. Oh, yeah, no, not at all. Because your paper towel pulls that grease out of it, so it doesn't stay you know, dormant in there. Okay, I think that some of this would be a little tricky for some of us. Um, you know, I think touching the food with the back of the spoon will help to know if it's getting brown. Um, I think turning it could be tricky. I would opt for using a slotted spoon and doing it that way and kind of feeling, thinking of the pan almost like a clock face. And yet, if they start to be floating around, they may move into different places. They may get moved in turning them. So one of the other things that I've been thinking about that I know the big R has made is corn cakes. So I'm hoping that maybe I can get him to talk about that uh, after this or sometime. Because those could be made in the pancake maker with or without extra corn. And I'm thinking that might be uh, a way of getting some of this kind of taste in something that would be a little easier. But still, this is delicious if you are so inclined to try it. How would you like to submit a recipe to us? Just tell us the recipe you'd like to submit on Twitter at ACB Hazelnuts. That's A-C-B 
Hazelnuts. H-A-Z-E-L-N-U-T-S. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Have something to offer? Just tweet us. Okay, big <laughs> Lots okay. about cooking. Lots yes. about cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you said that you made some pierogies. Yeah, I'd like to talk to you guys about that. Yeah. Now, there is still some people, there are some people out there that are still talking about, can the air fryer be used effectively as a, uh, for a blind person? And it's like they've never heard our show. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, and I get people that are saying, well, where do we find out about what to do with the OptiGrill if it need, if it's running into a problem? I mean, yeah, you know, we've talked stuff. about that. Mm-hmm. Over and over and, and over again. Uh, yeah, and we've, we've uh, and somebody wrote and asked about the Instant Pot, and we did, I know we did oh, one yeah. big show about it, but oh, we, did, big show. we did another one where Larry did a demo, and... Mm-hmm. And they said they wanted to know if you could put recipes into it somehow. I don't know about putting... Well, yeah, you can. You can actually click on a recipe and it will actually uh, perform the action for you. Set up the timer, uh, the... That's yeah. with the recipes that are included. I yeah, think yep, they yep, meant yep, could yep. you add recipes. Nope, not that I but, know of. But, but I don't you know just sure. go through, probably there's an auto setting or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's just... Um, Sometimes I just feel like, okay, people, there are lots of tools out there mm-hmm. and, you know, there are social networks and there are, there and are, call, and you can call a company and ask questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are things, there are manuals, there are lots of things out there. There and, are. Yeah. You know, we don't do this to be the answers. We do this to be a resource. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, um, yeah, people are yeah. asking about the air fryer. I know. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about uh, a recipe that uh, that I did. Um, now, first of all, I'm going to uh, wonder if the audience knows what a pierogi is. And uh, you, well, why you, don't you tell us? Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> why don't I do that? Yeah. Well, they are a dumpling made out of potato, and they're shaped sort of oh my gosh, like sort of crescent shaped. Almost, yeah, almost like our pot stickers. Maybe. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a, yep, um, a little bit, little bit more puffy, um, but inside are either onions and cheese, or just onions, or just cheese, or meats, or they're filled with something. Mm-hmm. Now, traditionally, you are supposed to put a saucepan of water or a kettle of water on the stove when you take the pierogies out of a bag and they come frozen. So you take the uh, pierogies out and put them in boiling water. You can do as many as you want. Uh, We usually dump the whole bag in because we like them so much. Yeah. You buy them already made then. You're buying them. them Stuffed. And can you choose from the the stuffings that they have? Absolutely. Yep. So what did you choose? Uh, we chose uh, onion. Okay, just onion. Mm-hmm. And okay. it just happened to be that that was the only choice I had in the store at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you put them on to boil, and then what you do is you uh, heat up 
some oil and fry them in in the oil after they are boiled. So you drain them, wipe them off, or dry them off. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody taking a towel? You know, just like nar. we'll blot them just like we do with some other things, the cauliflower mm -hmm. and yep. French fries. And but did you mm -hmm. actually fry them in oil or did you throw well, them in the air fryer? This is what I have done for years, many years. I've done this, and and that's that's the traditional way. And then you serve them with. If you want, if you're a carnivore, doesn't then you can use a uh, bacon, uh, chopped up bacon, and a little sour cream for a dipping sauce. You know, mixed in with the bacon, uh -huh. uh, uh -huh. or you can use top potato, which is onions and chives, and oh, it's so good. Oh man, um, so that's the traditionally, and then you chop onions and mix it all up in the sauce and dip them in and eat them. That's traditionally how you how you make them. Mm -hmm. So about three weeks ago, I thought, well, I'm going to try these in the air fryer. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do them. I just put a little oil on the pierogies and mix it around a little bit and put them in frozen. And then I um, set it on, oh, the snack setting, which I love the snack setting. It just works with just about everything, yeah. which is about 390. Mm -hmm. And I put them in for about six minutes and I flipped them over. I shook them up, flipped them around. And they came out. Oh, kind of tasteless and hard. And I thought, you know, this is not, this isn't right. Because I've never had uh, an air fryer recipe that turned out something like I just didn't want to eat them. What I'm wondering is why didn't you use the rotisserie basket? Oh, I did not use the rotisserie basket. How come? Uh, oh, why didn't I use the rotisserie basket? Uh, well, there were too many of them to fit in the basket. Oh, okay. So I thought, well, this, these just don't taste good. They they're kind of tasteless and they're they're hard. I went, uh, I I thought, well, this is just not turning out right. So I, I thought there's got to be a better way. So then I looked on YouTube and I found a recipe that I thought sounded interesting, but it wasn't an air fryer recipe. However, there was a recipe that t showed up on YouTube for an. Uh, Acta Grill, I think it's called. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Active Fry and Active Yep. Active Fry. Mm -hmm. That's it. Active Fry. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which sounds had, a lot like an air fryer. It's exactly like one, except they have paddles on the bottom to stir things around. But I wouldn't want to use okay. them with the pierogies because they're, uh -huh. they're fragile. 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 Yeah. Uh huh. So I thought that sounds like a really good recipe, and I thought, well, between that recipe and the recipe I've thought up in my head, it just might work. So mm -hmm. what I did was, and this one worked, by the way. This one was so good. So what I did was I took a saucepan of boiling water. I put my pierogies in there, boiled them for two minutes, drained them, took them out. In the meantime, I put about three slices of bacon in the air fryer and cooked that up. And there was just a little tiny bit of bacon rendering from those three slices of bacon. Mm-hmm. I put uh, coconut oil uh, on the pierogies after they were dried, and uh, probably uh, like a teaspoon. And when I put them in the fryer, um, with a tablespoon of water for steam, so they steam fried, and uh, that's all mm -hmm. I did. And they were terrific. Wow, so you put water in the air fryer. That's interesting. It's the first time I've ever done it. So it's sort of steam fried. And these are the things, guys, that you do when you are cooking is you 
you alter, you adapt, you make up things that you think might work without catching mm -hmm. yourself on fire. <laughs> now, did you use the rack? I did not. I put them right in the right in the bottom of the pot. Or the, right in the bottom, and right the bottom. and okay. And so you just did you stir them every now and then? Yes, I did. So can you okay with that air fryer? When you lift that lid, does it stops? Doesn't it? Immediately. So you stir and then you lower the lid. Is that what you do? That's what I do. Interesting. Okay. Wow. So and how long did you cook them for? Five minutes on each side. Oh, you literally just turned them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, I did. I literally flipped them over. And with any appliance, it's hot, so you have to use common oh, sense sure. and be careful. So how did you decide to steam? Um, on a YouTube Was, uh, recipe, okay. they talked about uh, first steam them in a, in, with the active fry. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's interesting. I wonder if I can do that in the air fryer. I'm going to try it. And I did, and it was so good. They were I just bet. steamed, but with a little uh, taste of that, or, you know, a little feeling of the fry. They were steam fried. Is what they were. They were incredibly good. I bet. Were they crispy? Yes, uh, but not crunchy. They just had a little, uh, you know, feel to the tooth, you might say. You know, just a little I bit of... Hardness, you know, just a I wonder little bit. What would I wonder what would happen if we did that with pot stickers. Oh, now you're talking. I bet you that'd be good that way. I wonder. That's interesting. Yeah. You try it. Hmm. I just got another batch of those, by the way. Yeah, I'm almost done with another batch. I got Kung Pao chicken and Kung Pao pork. Oh, I just always get the pork. Oh, God, they're just so good. Oh, I know it. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yep. Well, um, that is wonderful. Um I still need to play with my smooth cooktop, and I, I, I've just been so busy for this episode. Tony and I are doing the hot water cornbread. And, oh, that pressure cooker. It is just, I made homemade baked beans. Oh, how did they turn out? They turned out so great. And I was able to, to play with it and uh, add some more ingredients and then uh, go back and, and cook them a little longer and let them come down on their own. And, 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 it's just, and, and also to cook off some of the excess liquid, I was able to figure that out. It was great. Mm, mm, it sounds and, and you said you were going to open your wallet. Did you get the veggie bullet? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> did you? How are you doing with it? Well, to be honest with you, you remember you said that uh, you were you've been busy. I've been so busy, <laughs> honestly. I haven't even taken it out of the box, and this is something oh, I, I understand. never ever do. I, I know. Always, what I usually do is wait for the UPS man with a knife in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going after the UPS man with a knife, are you? <laughs> no, just the box, <laughs> just to get it open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I I just haven't had time to even look at it. Um, but uh, how this went, Debbie got, as you know, because we had that last time on the show, we mm -hmm. had Hazleton talking about the uh, device, and she gave that really good uh, demonstration. And I just, so that day I ordered it, and I told her, I sent her a text and said that my wallet was just opened, and we had yeah. ordered <laughs> Right, right, yeah. Well, I can't wait to see what you come up with, because... It really is fun. Um, coleslaw has been one of the most popular things here, but the the rice, the veggie rice, and the um, and the 
veggie pasta. Those have gone well. I really want to slice some meat with it, and I also want to make some uh, some chips. You can do that with it. Yeah, I know you can. I will uh, definitely try it. And there's oh, some yeah. great YouTube demonstrations. Yes, there uh, are. Oh, my God. A lot, a lot. And it's a little daunting when you first look at it of all the pieces, but just it's almost like two different units, one that does all the slicing and and shredding and then one that does the spiralizing. So when you get used to that, um, one goes in its own container for the spiralizing and mm -hmm. one goes in a bowl. So when you kind of get used to that, you'll, you'll figure it out, I'm sure. But call me if you... If you call me. Call me. Boy, <laughs> Des went on about that song the other day. Oh, no. oh my God. She, she thinks it's about call girls and I think it's about it's a lover. Great. You know, <laughs> well, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's both. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> yeah, at least it is in my mind, but. Uh, you know. oh. Hey, did you know we are Apple approved? What does that mean? That means you can now search for Cooking with the Hazelnuts with any podcast catcher. You can use Downcast, Overcast, Podcast from Apple, QCast for your Windows PC in the edit field. Enter in Cooking with the Hazelnuts. You'll find us. Once you do, subscribe. Tell your friends. It's all what it's cracked up to be. Now it's time for sound bite. 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 <laughs> How is that for sneaking in a sound bite? Because you already kind of know what I'm going to be talking about, right? Right, and that is corn cakes. Now, you can turn any kind of cornbread, really, into corn cakes. How do you do it? If you are really good at flipping pancakes, which I assure you I'm not, Remember the promo we made about me flipping cakes? And you heard that slide whistle go, and uh, then you heard Debbie laugh. Well, that's how I flip pancakes. There are low vision and blind people that flip pancakes better than I can. I'm more of an appliance operator. And the appliance that I use for making pancakes slash corn cakes, the secret to those are having an electric pancake maker. Now, I've talked about this before. So those of you who are newcomers, I'll just mention that the devices that we use for making pancakes, mine came from QVC, and it makes four pancakes. And the top and the bottom close, and both sides heat. Kind of like a waffle iron, only pancake-shaped, and no ridges. I really prefer that over flipping pancakes. Now, I can flip them, but they always end up in Debbie's face. <laughs> so I try not to flip them too much. Um, seriously, you can do it if you slip something underneath them and then give a twist of the wrist. And uh, they uh, flip over most of the times without actually curling over. You know, luck would have it. If you're really good, I do the same thing with salmon patties. I'm really good at flipping salmon patties. Now, they are tougher 
than like a pancake would be. You can really get under them. So my secret really is you can use any sort of pancake, corn cake batter and make good corn cakes. They come out nice and thin and you don't even need a fork to eat them. You can just roll up whatever you want in them. That's how I do it. If I have sausage or bacon, I just kind of roll it up and eat them sometimes. Or you can use a fork. And you can also put things like syrup in them or you can put nuts in them or you know basically anything that you want corn cakes. Now these corn cakes differ from Tony's. Tony had more of a kind of like a spoon bread. And uh, have you ever seen spoon bread? Uh, it's a dough that comes in a can and you can literally just take out the dough and uh, put it in a pan and and that's spoon bread. You can make spoon bread yourself as well. So that's kind of what his is like. Um, corn cakes are different because they're more of a, like an old picture pronto pup batter. Um, there's another word for pronto pup. And uh, they're, uh, you know, be called corn dogs. So, you know, I suppose if you wanted to, you could put a hot dog in, in corn cakes. I just, I like them with a little syrup, a little jelly, and like, uh, like all kinds of things wrapped up in corn cakes. Now, I have given my sweet cornbread recipe before. And I got that from a person who listens to the show, Caroline, and then she was uh, Caroline Compton at the time. And uh, she was so good at making her uh, cornbread uh, batter, she uh, is spoken for now. So <laughs> she's no longer Caroline Compton. So anyway, we uh, we do make these uh, every so often. Not a lot, but literally we can take them out of the uh, pancake maker and uh, like put them on a small plate or a napkin or whatever and just eat them right out of the pancake maker. They're that good and they're, they're that thin. But basically, you can take any sort of cornbread batter that you want, like Jiffy cornbread. Um, they make uh, great um, corn cakes. And they're one of the cheapest ways to make cornbread that I can think of. And those are made by the Jiffy company. You just mix it up with... It's already got uh, eggs and everything, and just add a little water and mix them up, and you're good to go. They're really good. My sweet cornbread recipe, though can be found on another cast and that is what i do uh for corn cakes um the uh recipe that tony was talking about you can actually put taco fillings inside of them i would imagine um all kinds of different sort of things that are not really i mean they're a cornbread but they're they're more spoon bready now they're they're just really good um, I've had real Indian fried bread before that's made more of a from a flour and cooked in shortening. And we've done that here before. I want to mention one more thing. The electric pancake makers cannot be found on QVC anymore. That's where we got ours. If you will do an Amazon search for electric pancake maker, you will probably find two items today. You'll find the silver dollar pancakes, uh, silver dollar pancake maker, which... I like my pancakes a little bit bigger. And then you'll find another pancake maker that makes quite a few pancakes at a time. And they are 4-inch pancakes, so they're a little bit bigger, and they make four at a time. 
And if you're like me, you can gobble up four pancakes in a pretty big hurry. And now coming up, the sweet cornbread loaf recipe. Read to you by Reed. Sweet cornbread loaf. Two cups cornmeal, two cups buttermilk, one cup all-purpose flour, one cup white sugar, three tablespoons vegetable oil, one teaspoon salt, one teaspoon baking soda. Directions. Preheat oven to 350 degrees F, 175 degrees C. Grease a 5x 9-inch loaf pan. Two. Mix cornmeal, buttermilk, flour, sugar, vegetable oil, salt, and baking soda in a bowl until thoroughly combined. Pour batter into prepared loaf pan. 3. Bake in the preheated oven until top is golden brown and a toothpick inserted into the center of the loaf comes out clean. About 1 hour. Thin that out with just a little bit of buttermilk so you get the perfect consistency for corn cakes. By the way, Tony, keep those recipes coming. We really like hearing from you and we want to keep them coming. You got any recipes for some good BBQ ribs? Mmm, they would taste so good with that hot water cornbread recipe. How about it? I'm sure the audience would love it. Why don't you come on and do a segment a time or two? We have about eight or nine minutes left in the podcast. So I thought I would introduce you to something that I find really to my liking as a kitchen aid. And that's with my dot, the Echo Dot. Now, I introduced a skill, which is the same thing as an app, to you guys a couple of months ago, and that was called Yes Chef. Well, that was a good skill, but I find that that skill sometimes has some glitches when it comes to voice output. Sometimes it just stops. So I've been looking around for one, and I found one that I really like, and it's called Recipe Search. And what that does is not only does it search for recipes, it will read it to you, and you can have the recipe sent to your phone or iPad, whatever it is that you want to use, if you have the technology at your disposal to do that sort of thing. I have an iPhone sitting here. Well, actually, it's in my pocket, but I'm going to take it out. As I record this, I have the iPhone 8, and I'm going to set it down on a computer so you guys will be able to hear when the recipe is sent to my phone. We're going to invoke it by using the word A-L-E-X-A. But what I will do is I'll manly, manually hit the wake button and talk to her without saying her actual name so it doesn't set all Echo devices around the world off. So here we go. Search for a recipe. Sure. I can search by dish name and ingredients. What would you like? Cornbread. Okay, for cornbread, I recommend Miriam's cornbread, which takes 45 minutes to make. You can ask for more information or for more recipes, say next. More information. It has 4.6 stars with 60 reviews and uses ingredients like 3 cups biscuit baking mix, 2.5 teaspoons baking powder, 
half cup yellow cornmeal. Do you want me to tell you the ingredients? Send this to your phone or hear the next. Send this to my phone. Okay, I have sent this recipe to your Alexa app. And that's basically all there is to it. It just sends it to the phone and you're good to go. Here's another skill. Welcome back to all recipes. You can search in your favorites or ask for a recipe by ingredients. What can I help you make? Cornbread. Searching for cornbread. I've found hundreds of results. My recommendation is sweet cornbread recipe. It has 4.5 out of 5 stars with hundreds of reviews and takes 40 minutes. Would you like to hear the recipe details? Yes. The description reads, This cornbread goes well with just about anything. I always make it when we have chili. The sour cream makes it nice and moist. You can update your search by adding ingredients, changing the serving size, or say start cooking and I'll take you through the recipe step by step. Start cooking. Step 1. Preheat oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit, 205 degrees Celsius. You can ask about ingredients or when you're ready to continue. Say, Alexa, tell all recipes next step. Next step. Step 2. Lightly grease an 8-inch square baking dish. Next step. Step 3. You need 1 cup all-purpose flour. 1 cup cornmeal, 1 quarter cup white sugar, half teaspoon baking powder, half teaspoon baking soda, half teaspoon salt, combine flour, cornmeal, sugar, baking powder, baking soda, and salt in a large bowl. Next step. Step 4. You need 1 egg, lightly beaten, 1 cup sour cream, 1 third cup milk, 1 quarter cup butter, melted. Mix egg, sour cream, milk, and butter in a small bowl. Next step. Step 5. Fold egg mixture into flour mixture until just moistened. Pour into prepared baking dish. Next step. Step 6. Bake in preheated oven until a toothpick inserted near the center comes out clean. 20 to 25 minutes. Next step. Final step. Serve warm. Next step. You have listened all the steps. Are you finished with the recipe? Yes. Good job. That's all there was. Enjoy. Which recipe or ingredients should I search for? Cancel. Goodbye. You can tell that skill gave you lots of time to finish your steps and to complete your final dish. Mm. Oh, delicious. Well, this sounds like it's the end. The end of cooking with the hazelnuts. We hope you'll come back next time. We'd sure like to have you. You can count on it. Two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine. If we had just one word to describe this show, it would be... Mm, perfect.